0: It is the Travelers' Championship Week. It is also a major week for the women and for the champs. Plus, you're going to get a chance to meet one of golf's stars in the making. It is all coming up today. Plus, we have tons of interviews and sounds from the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. We had so much fun the last couple days in Atlanta. It all lies ahead on the fairways of life worldwide.
1: Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams.
0: What is going on, folks? Absolute delight to have your company on this Wednesday. It's been a busy week for all of us already, and it's a busy week indeed for what lies in store. The Travelers Championship is this week. As you guys know, Travelers is a longtime partner of, of ours. I absolutely love the event. It was the first PGA Tour event that I ever attended. It was the first PGA Tour event that I ever was credentialed. Uh, as a member of the media, which was insane because I was just a kid in school. I I don't even know why they gave his credentials, but they did, and it was really neat. Lo, those many years ago. Now, we have had breaking news in in the overnight hours. The European Ryder Cup team has announced that Captain Padraig Harrington has decided on two vice captains, and they are, no surprise there, very recognizable names in the form of Graham McDowell and Martin Keimer. So what you're about to hear and see for those of you that are watching us on the television side or for those who are picking us up on our live digital radio or on demand around the world, is Captain Podrick Harrington talking about, first of all, when did he decide that GMAC was his man? I think you're going to be surprised at the answer that he gives to that. And then Martin Keimer, where did he fit? And then so accordingly with the reaction of the two, I guess the question would be for GMAC, when did you know that this was potentially going to happen, and then definitively did happen? And with Martin Keimer, it, was there any part of this announcement that you could have seen coming? Let's start first of all with Captain Padraig Harrington.
2: I decided on G. Mac as vice captain, and in two thousand and eighteen. So I wasn't even Ryder Cup captain. Uh, I obviously was potentially Ryder Cup captain, and G-Mac was in was a vice captain in 2018 with me, and I liked what he brought to the team room. He's very good in as a vice captain in the back room. He's quite an authority. He's he's confident in what he's doing and saying, and he and he knows the scene. So he was always the only reason G-Mac was not going to be a vice captain was he was going to be a player. Graham's a big authority, players do look up look look up to him. When he speaks, people listen. He's got something to be you know, he doesn't speak unless he's got something to say, and I've and, and definitely seen that as a vice captain before. You know, he has that experience that they do look up to him and the players listen to it and, and do follow him. When he got the phone call, unfortunately I'm giving him the phone call, Come on, G Mac, I'm gonna name you as, as vice captain now, it also meant that it was somewhat the end of the road from being a player. I suppose the extra year of COVID was just a year too much for him. With Martin, it was a little different. I'm not sure Martin knew I was, I was necessarily thinking about him as a vice-captain. I wanted to give Martin the time to try and play his way in, but I also need my vice-captains. I don't think it came out of the blue, but he, he wanted to take time to think about it, wanted to know what was expected of him. I'm delighted that we were both on the same page. He wants to be the, the emotional guy in the team, he, he, and he does. he's very good at that. He's got a very good uh, personality, he's quite relaxed, he brings a very good calmness. I think that's that's something we needed in the team, he brings a nice balance to the vice-captains. The fact he won around Whistling straights again, brings that assurity into the team, brings a level of, of, of authority and confidence that you need. A lot of the players will look up to him in the team and, and like the assurity that he brings. What I look to in these players is is their their players that the current players look up to. They carry that authority around with them uh, when it comes to a Ryder Cup, when it comes to the locker room, when it comes to the team room. They have that aura and responsibility that they can what they say will will have meaning.
3: You know, I think when Podrig uh, when his captaincy was announced, you know, I sent him a text message, you know, congratulating him and. Uh, You know, I think he said something to the effect that, you know, hopefully you'll be on the team. Um, But if you're not, I'm sure you'll be there in some shape or form. You know, to be vice captain for the European team at the Ryder Cup is a great honor. Being part of the support network, captain, vice captaincy, um, you know, I was very proud to do it in 2018. So it's a lot of fun. It's a different different perspective. I've been a player four times, never really seen the behind the scenes, the putting players together, the practice, the the kind of the preparation that we require for the weekend, the scheduling. I think in 2018, some of the biggest things I learned were how to handle players, how to communicate with players. I think communication is one of my strengths. There was a lot to learn. It was a steep kind of learning curve and I felt like I dealt with it pretty well. You know, and I feel like uh, I relate well to, you know, certainly some of the younger players as well. And, um, you know, I, 2014, you know, with Victor De Wuson, I you know, I, I did well with the rookie. So I think I understand that process of taking the, the newer players and helping them acclimatize to, to life inside of the Ryder Cup. I think one of our big roles is really to be, to help Padraig, you know, delegate responsibility. Um, he's a very intelligent guy. Got a lot of information in that head. And I think uh, from a vice captain's point of view, I think um, helping, helping get that out of his head on the paper, communicating with the players. Um, to me, that, that's that's one of the roles that, that I'm seeing as uh, extremely important for us. For me, I mean, I think you know, I, when I put this uh, when I put this shirt on, when I put the Team Europe logo on my chest, it's it's I feel like I I feel like I become a different person. You know, I, it, it's less about me and what I'm trying to achieve in my in my career, and it's more about a united goal of, of of Team Europe winning the Ryder Cup. It's great memories, it's great experiences, it's great camaraderie. Being in that team environment, representing a singular cause, you, know, you play differently, you react differently. You know, I'll be around the vice captaincy stuff hopefully for a couple more times, and those memories are special to me as well. The bonds that I create with players, learning about players, seeing them succeed, seeing them fulfil their dreams—that's something that's very, very special
1: as well. I was a little bit surprised, to be honest, but when Patrick when he approached me, um, you feel very honoured immediately. It tells you a lot what what the captain and the whole team behind it, how they think about you and how how they value you. So it was a very, really nice moment, yeah. But it took me a while to say yes, because it, it's a responsibility. And if I do something, I want to do it properly. Yeah, we talked a couple of weeks ago when I played the tournament in Germany, because I was a little bit afraid of what my role might be, because I'm not the kind of guy, you know, who's a lot of, into numbers and statistics, and, and he said to me, you know, your work basically starts during the week while we are, or when we get to Whistling Straits. And that, that was a big relief for me, because, you know, I'm I'm more of an intro, introvertive person and player. I do my own thing, and I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can bring to the team. I'm more, you know, the personal, in, in person, you know, talking to the guys, and the guys who might play the first time the Ryder Cup, or, or guys that I've played Ryder Cups before with. That is something I'm, I'm excited about to see what I can do as a vice captain, what Podrick does as a captain, and the other vice captains. How we can make that team um, complete. For me, the most defining moment in my career was was what happened in Medina, and since then, you know, I care a lot about the Ryder Cup because emotions came out of me that I didn't or that I didn't think I have. It meant so much. And since then, I, I always wanted to be part of the Ryder Cup team. And now, you know, vice captain is a pretty cool role. You're very close, as close as it gets. It can be really motivating for you. And seeing all the stuff that goes, goes on behind the scenes that you've never seen as a player, um, I think it will help me also if I would like to have the chance or if I have the chance one day to be the captain, if there could be something for me or maybe I say, no, I don't see myself as a captain one day. So, in many ways, I see it as a very positive role.
0: Congratulations to GMAC. Congratulations to Martin, both having been named as vice captains for the European Ryder Cup team by Captain Padraig Harrington. Super excited about the guests that you are about to meet. John Pock went to Florida State as a senior. He basically swept the awards that mean the most the Haskins Award, the Ben Hogan Award, and the Jack Nicholas Award. The guy literally swept. All of them. He finished with eight victories. He tied for the most in Florida State history. He competed on two victorious United States Rider, uh, Walker Cup teams, I should say, as we're thinking about Ryder Cup right now, right? 2019 and 2021 for those Walker Cup teams for John. He was a low amateur at the 2020 U.S. Open. We tied for 51st with that effort. He finished first in the PGA Tour University. John literally just turned professional. He played his first PGA Tour event at Palmetto, uh, he got a sponsors invite into the Travelers Championship this week and you know the long history uh, of Travelers identifying young players who many of whom become the stars of the game for years and years and years to come maybe that will happen with John too so we welcome John to the show how are you John
4: I'm doing great thanks for having me on the show i'm excited to be on it
0: it's my pleasure it is our pleasure and we're excited about learning more from you uh, you were raised in new jersey I thought it was at you moved, what, was it after your freshman year of high school you moved to Orlando?
4: Yeah, after my freshman year.
0: And where did you, when you moved to Orlando, where, I'm, I'm in Orlando here, that's where our studio is, where did you settle down here, where gotcha. were you able to kind of hone the game?
4: So I, I lived in Metro West, and I wasn't, I was homeschooled, I didn't go to any academy or anything like that, and uh, I went to, I was a member at Orange Tree Golf Club, I don't know if oh, you, yeah. do you know that one? Oh yeah. Yeah, tight fairways, yeah, you got to. Got to be able to hit it straight, but uh, yeah, I lived uh, there to my senior year. Then, obviously, I went to Florida State after that.
0: Awesome. When you got this sponsors exemption into the Travelers, you just heard me allude to it. We're we're huge fans of the Travelers Championship. They've been partners with us forever and ever and ever. Uh, they have they have this ability to peer into the future and pick players for sponsors exemptions that all become huge stars what does it mean for you when an event of this stature says yeah we're going to give you a sponsor's invention exemption come on out and do your thing
4: yeah no it means a lot to me because i mean just that they think that you know guys like i guess matt wolf colin all the guys that you know come out of college and you know get off to a good start in the pro leagues you know that just shows that you know, they believe in me, and that's, that's pretty special that a, a tournament of this stature has, you know, high hopes for me.
0: Absolutely. You know, the phrase that you just used, that they believe in me, I'm curious about you believing in you. Uh, obviously, you had a decorated amateur career, AJGA career, et cetera, what was it about the game? Is it your nature or, or was there something about the game of golf that just really well connected with you or were you involved in other sports? Kind of take us down that road of how, how John Pock and golf became a union.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I kind of just, my oldest brother picked up golf when he was 15 and I just kind of tagged along with him when I was like seven years old. And um, I guess, you know, my, my, I had a pretty hard work ethic as a kid, you know, I always I practiced a lot, like way more than I do now, I guess. And it kind of stuck with me. And um, I guess when I was around 13 years old, I played in this tournament, it was the US Kid Teen World Championship. And I was playing against some of the best 13 year olds in the world. And um, I did all right, I think I came in second that year. And that kind of like it kind of gave me that little push. I was like, maybe I can do this, you know, at a, at a higher level. And then I started playing some AJGAs and had some success there. And then, really, when it was when I was in college, I uh, I started playing really good, and I was like, you know, I should probably think about doing this as a career. And that's kind of how, you know, my 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 whole career started.
0: It's it's amazing because your success has been so stout at every step along the way. And I'm always curious about the following. Do you think that the ability to handle pressure, the ability to handle the moment, in essence to do what you need to do at the time you need to do it, is that something that you think can be learned through exposure and experience or is there something with the wiring? You know, I'm thinking about a Tiger. I'm thinking about a Jack Nicholas, et cetera. Is there something with the wiring of your mind and your body and your nerves and your emotions that it's, in essence, in some ways, a gift?
4: Um, I think it's a little bit of both because you look at Tiger, you look at all these guys, they, they have a lot of experience. Um, my point of view on it is, the more I play in tournaments, the more I've experienced that kind of pressure, then that kind of helps me, you know, next time I go about that, you know, I I can kind of handle it a little better the next time. But I guess um, a funny story was like in high school, my dad told me I was never good enough to play on the PGA tour. So like he kind of made me mentally tougher. Like I think his goal was to like, you know, you know how like Tiger's dad always jingled change in his pocket when he was hitting he kind of like built him into being a tough golfer and then I guess that's kind of what my dad tried to do so I guess it kind of helped me because you know I wanted to prove him wrong and you know I'm playing the PGA tournament this week so I guess it's a little bit of both you know experience and you know being taught to be a tough golfer
0: just out of curiosity how many times have you reminded him that you're now playing as a professional (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't do that that very often, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to push him.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. You, you know, your dad, I know he gave you a lot of advice, obviously, as, as a father growing up, but particularly in, in the realms in, in which you have competed. Uh, I thought one of the things that I saw of interest was when you were talking about your dad gave you the advice and the perspective to stay humble, to stay low key uh, it, how has that been for you and how much has that kind of been a foundation of the John Park that we're going to see in and in now what is a very public stage
4: uh, yeah it's, it's, it's kind of tough because you know I'm in a much different situation than I was in college but you know I just I kind of just want to go out there and do my business just you know practice you know try and play them you know some good golf and just you know just go out there and have fun, you know, not to put too much pressure on myself and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah, I guess step on anyone's toes and, you know, just, just kind of just be low key out there.
0: Yeah. I don't see you stepping on anyone's toes, John. I do see you stepping (laughs) on their throats more than, more than once. I can tell you that. Now in the piece that I saw, there was a little bit of whack job in there too. And what I'm talking about was, what was the thing you were talking about where you, you keep the tees have to go in one pocket. The coins have to go in another pocket. And if you have more than five tees in a pocket, like the, the world is going to come to an end. What was all that about?
4: Yeah. I, I, I'm not the only guy I'm telling you, there's a <laughs> lot of guys out here with some super tips, superstitions. That's, I think it's more of a comfortability thing. You know, I've always had no more than five tees in my right pocket. I always mm-hmm. have my ball marker in my left pocket. And, uh, I I think another one's like you can't play well in the practice round. So what? I just they've always just stuck with me because you can't waste the birdies until you get to the tournament.
0: So what do you do in a practice <laughs> round? You like you like jam it into the woods to see what?
4: I mean, if I have a birdie putt, I usually just don't put it out. <laughs> just, just so like, yeah, save.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. When I, I got to ask you this too because. Again, as decorated as your collegiate career was, as decorated as your amateur career was, Walker Cup teams and all the rest, you now carry a card in your hand with a pencil that's for the real deal. And, and and not that those other events were diminished. I don't mean it that way. What I mean it by is this is your job now. This is your this is your life now. Small sample survey, obviously, but what what are what were your emotions now that you've crossed this bridge?
4: Yeah, it was. It, it feels different. I think the biggest thing was now that I'm not on a golf team, because, you know, I loved Florida State. I had so much fun there. I think the biggest thing is like, you know, I don't, I don't have my teammates. I don't have like that massive support system like I did in college. You know, I still have a big support system, you know, now that I'm a professional, but I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, I miss is not having my teammates and I think another thing is it's 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 a little weird being out on tour and last year, like just about four weeks ago, I was the oldest guy in college and I was one of the older guys and now I'm out here and I feel like a little baby. So yeah. I think that's the that's the biggest thing and uh the biggest difference I see and like I'm still kind of trying to get used to it a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's, you know, all of that is the cycle of life here. You're, you're, you're always the oldest at one point, then you're always the youngest at one point, and you got to learn the, the mm-hmm. hotels that you like, the restaurants that you like. Uh, exactly. You know, where, where you're going to rent your cars from, and, and all the rest that goes into it. How to get to the different courses, which courses suit you. Have you had a chance to check out TPC River Highlands much this week? Any thoughts on the course?
4: Yeah, so I got to play in the Pro-Am on Monday, then played 18. I played the front nine by myself and the back nine with Jason Day. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, the, the course is in really good shape. It's a, it's, it's a fun golf course. You get a lot of good views. Um, it's just, it's, I grew up in this area, so this is kind of some of my favorite golf. Um, you get a lot of, you know, the courses are very green and aesthetically pleasing. So I'm really excited to be out here and, uh, I think uh you know I think it's a really good golf course. It's not too tough. So I think I think winning scores pretty low, so you got to go out there and, you know, you know, get get some birdies with your scoring clubs. Like you got a lot of wedges out there.
0: I, dude, I love it. I love it. I love that it's a high scoring game after a low scoring game that is, you know, the the US Open the week before. So I I think it's fantastic. I can't wait for you to be out there. You know, Again, with everything we've talked about and the success that you've had and your record at the Walker Cup, just as an example, you're obviously a tough guy. Um, You you obviously can take the heat of the the circumstance that you're in. Is it too soon, or has there been a moment yet where you got that little chill up your spine, you kind of looked around, whether you said to yourself or shared it with your dad or or whoever in in your inner circle, and went, I can't believe that, fill in the blank there.
4: Yeah, so still every once in a while, I'm like, the biggest thing is like I watched a lot of these guys play on TV and to be able to like, you know, walk on the range and be within a foot of them and just say, hi, how's it going? Like that, that's the moment where like, geez, like, wow, I'm on the PGA tour playing with the best golfers in the world. So yeah, there have been a few of those moments out there, even two weeks ago at Congaree and even still now I'm like, geez, I, I still can't believe it. And, uh, yeah, it's really it's really special.
0: Yeah, it it sure is really special. That round that you played with Jason Day, how does something like that come about? Is he on the tee, and you're like, "Hey, you mind if I join you?" Or he's like, "Come on, kid, let's he, see what we can do here." How'd that go down?
4: Yeah, so there was a wait on the 10th tee, and he just like he was like, "Hey, uh, you want to join us?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll join you guys." So he was re- he was very welcoming and very nice. So I I thought that was really cool.
0: That is very cool, dude. All right, so. As a young professional, obviously, you're going to align yourself with different companies. Uh, I know that you did immediately with on the equipment side. Uh, you want to talk to us about who your sponsors are. I know it's still early in your career, but you want to talk to us about who your sponsors are right now?
4: Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, with TaylorMade and Nike. So those are the two main companies. Um, it's, it's really nice because I was with TaylorMade since I was about 13 to 14 years old, and I've used all 14 of their clubs all throughout high school, and college so it's it's a really nice transition being able to use the same clubs i used in in high school and college and straight to the pros so you know they're they're awesome they've they've been so supportive since i turned pro too like they're always out there kind of helping me out and then um you know nike's obviously i think every athlete wants to be a nike athlete Mm -hmm. and uh to wear their clothes it's it's really awesome because I wore that in college as well. You know, Florida State was a big Nike school. And, yeah, it's just – I think I, I, I got what I wanted. And TaylorMade and Nike have been, like, the two companies I've always wanted to work with. And, you know, to get that right out of college, is that's all I could ask for.
0: John Puck, last question I'll ask for you today. And I appreciate all the time that you spent with us and giving us a chance to get to know you even better. Is that, as you know, as a touring professional – you, in essence, become the John Pak brand. What do you want your brand to represent to the world?
4: Yeah, I think – so someone asked me this before, but I think the biggest thing about me is, like, I love growing the game of golf. Um, I always want to model myself – or some, like, big role models to me are, like, Jordan Spieth and, like, Ricky Fowler. You know, they're very liked out there They're just – you know, I've I've met both of them too, and they're just really good guys. And um, you know, you can always tell they they're always giving the golf ball to the little kids out there, and just they're just trying to grow the game of golf. And that's something I want to do. You know, golf is such a it's such a good sport, and you can play it for the rest of your life. And I think there's so many people out there that that should really think about trying to play golf because you know it's it's something I've always loved, and I know that. You know, if you you play it a little bit and you kind of figure it out, like there's a good chance you'll end up loving it too. So, yeah, I just – I think that's a big part of my brand. And just, you know, growing the game of golf is, is really important to me.
0: John, we are super excited about everything that lies in store with you. Very excited about this week in the Travelers Championship. But everything that is on your path, uh, we definitely all believe that you're going to soar as high as you want to fly – Uh, You've got mad credentials, obviously mad game to go along with it, and your personality, your perspective, uh, getting to know you better, as I've mentioned a couple of times, has been fun today. You've, You've got the full mix. You've got the it factor that can be a star on the PGA Tour, and we wish you the very, very best. Enjoy the ride.
4: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Absolute delight to have you on the show. Uh, folks, you can probably see today I'm wearing a Ben Hogan shirt, another one of our sponsors. If you log on to BenHoganGolf.com, you can see everything in their wonderful product line. And you might be surprised that these beautiful perimeter weighted forged irons, if, for example, you're talking about a, a number of the, they have whoa, one, two, three, they have three irons primary right now plus whatever the other inventory that they might have which I want you to check it all out that's why I'm being so broad with the way that I'm introducing it to you because there is a broad array of handicaps that obviously are associated with this game you may look at the icon irons which I have over here on the set which are as quintessential a blade iron as you will find in the game of golf absolutely gorgeous really works of art but those works of art extend into the other irons as well. The PTX Pro, for example, is a super iron with a hollow cavity design uh, made in the longer iron. So it helps you get the ball airborne It helps you keep it high and long and accurate. All of it. Check it all out when you get a chance and you will be amazed too. And the beauty of it is, is the relationship is direct one on one between you and Ben Hogan Golf. They are your tour truck, just like a tour player. They're yours and everything is micro manufactured, meaning one set one club at a time just for you. You can check out new clubs. You can finance new clubs. They make it easy, and that's why they're having an incredibly successful year right now. BenHoganGolf.com for more information, and we will be back with more of the Fairways of Life Show. We have a ton still coming up for you on this Wednesday. Stay with us. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain in the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers, but now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to biofit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better.
1: Hi, I'm Brian Hammons. You country club members can now represent your club and compete in a Ryder Cup style
0: event. The inaugural country club national championship presented by Fuzzy's Ultra Premium Vodka. It's October 12th through the 17th at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. The field is limited, so don't delay. For more information, go to ccncgolf.com. That's ccncgolf.com. I hope to see you and your team in Orlando. Streamsong is so special with three top 100 U.S. courses designed by four legendary architects: Tom Doak's Blue Course, Bill Corr and Ben Crenshaw's Red Course, and Gil Hansen's Black Course, secluded by thousands of acres. The greatest golf stories are lived, not told. Streamsongresort.com Live on this Wednesday, coming to you around the world. I I don't know where you're watching us today or listening to us, but your company is most welcome indeed. And around the world is exactly what's going on with golf. It is everywhere this week. Munich, Germany on the... European Tour up in Maine on the Corn Ferry Tour, the PGA Tour at the Travelers Championship at TPC River Highlands. Uh, On the Champs Tour, remember, it's a major there, the Bridgestone uh, Senior Players Championship, and then you have here. The women are in a major championship, and we had so much fun being at the KPMG uh, Women's PGA Championship over the last couple of days, hanging with our friends at the PGA tour superstore, which by the way, PGA tour superstore is the website. If you start there, it can help you kind of narrow in what you might be looking for. You go into these stores and they have everything. Uh, I'm, I was super excited about what I saw because the equipment stuff, I already knew what was in the marketplace, obviously with what, what I do for golf channel and, and NBC, but I didn't know all the stuff that was in the marketplace in terms of the apparel in uh, the variety, even in footwear, the the variety that you can get. Uh, for me, I guess because it's it's a style choice for one, but it's also because of where I live and it's hot. I like the the golf shoes that are like sneakers and are like super comfortable because I, I like to walk. And the choices that you have now, even if you get them so that they're really light for a, a hot environment, they can still be waterproof. Uh, so all of that stuff is something that you can check out. Uh, the, one of the things that I was really impressed with is the variety of apparel that they had available for women. And like my wife loves the PJ Tour Superstore, and whenever we go up there, she sees really cool apparel that honestly, as you can see some of it on the, the television right now, that honestly isn't just for the golf course, it's for wherever you want to wear it. And I actually think, and, and I don't mean to offend anybody with this, but I actually think the golf industry does a much better job with women's apparel and women's shoes than they even do with the men's. Because the men's always seem still somehow tethered to uh, what has always been. Not everybody is that way. There's some really cool stuff coming out with prints, and uh, I like the stuff they're doing with Barstew Sports up at PJ Tour Superstore. Uh, but I hope that trend of being willing to take chances and to do different things and appealing to a whole variety of different mindsets around the, the world of golf continues. Uh, because I think it's fun, and I and I think they're... These are talking about beautiful new pieces of clothing. Yeah, maybe they won't look like something that your dad wore or your grandfather wore, but it's something that looks really cool and really comfortable and and fun. And I, so I'm, I'm super excited about it all. PjtorSuperstore.com if you want to check out any of the stuff that we're talking about because we had so much fun being there with them and getting a chance to address the staff, uh, at their, at their headquarters, which I never really expected to see that. And, and we got it, we got a tour around and got a chance to speak to everybody in their respective jobs because, uh, the, the heroes that, that interact with you guys, the golfers every day at the PJ tour Superstore, we, we know who they are and they're brilliant. Uh, and, and I, speak to it all the time that you're dealing with professionals. You're not merely trying to buy something from a massive sporting goods store that wants to sell you a unit of whatever. These people are dedicated to this sport, and they are experts at what they do, and they will ensure that what you get is perfect for you. I mean, this putting green right here is one of my favorite things. Massive space, and you can try out every putter you want from Scotty Cameron to TaylorMade made uh, wedges that if every possible variety. And when you get there, you can have someone an expert talk to you about what your angle of attack is, what your turf conditions that you play on are like, and how those two come together in a union to make sure that you have the right wedge for you drivers, all the rest. So all of these things together. But when, when I was at the headquarters, I got to meet the people that fire the engine so I was meeting people in human resources. I was meeting people in finance. I was meeting people in procurement. I was all these different areas that absolutely manifest themselves in who they are and what's on the floor. And so all that stuff, I just, I was so excited about all of it. I know I'm rambling on with this because I'm, I'm, I've still got adrenaline going from the whole experience and how cool it was to be there and to be with everyone. And, and again, you can see it in. They're now over 45 stores, or by the end of the year, uh, they say it's going to be 50 or more. It's incredible when you see these places. If you love the game of golf and you can see it wherever you are, regardless of whether there's a store near you yet, by logging on to PGA Tour Superstore. And in the PGA Tour Superstores, they do have all of the Bridgestone products as well. You heard me mention that Bridgestone is the title of the major on the champs side of the game this week. Uh, Whether you're talking about the Tour B-Ball, which revolutionized the Tour Ball with their reactive urethane cover, or whether you're talking about the E-12 with 38% more dimple contact with the face, which equates to more control. They have something literally for everyone, but every ball isn't for everyone. They want to make sure that the ball you play is perfect for you. You can get V-Fit by logging on to BridgestoneGolf.com. They have all the details there of making sure that your golf ball is perfect for you, just like every other part of your bag that we just were talking about. Uh, PGA Tour Superstore features Bridgestone products, so does every other quality place that sells golf products. So check them out when you get an opportunity. So we had the chance to meet up with a lot of friends. So the first one I'm going to start with, this was all from yesterday. This was after we went off the air live and Angel Yin shows up because she didn't want to get up too early, you know, at the barbaric hours that we broadcast. She scolded me for making her get up too early. And what you are about to see in here are interviews with these athletes, all of whom are absolutely classic and we started with this angel yin giving me a hard time
5: what are we talking about oh are we going
0: you were yeah we were recording <laughs> that we just got you saying what are we talking about which is probably a perfect place to start because this is angel yin settling in and i don't know what we're going to talk about
5: oh i don't know you, you dragged me out of bed so <laughs> i you know
0: at the time that we're recording this it's 10 20 i don't mean to, to judge you by what time you get out of bed what time do you get out of bed
5: uh, if I dragged
0: you out of bed at ten twenty. It
5: depends on my tea time. Well, I'll be awake, but I want to be in my bed. I'm laying there doing nothing.
0: But you t- <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't actually wake you up. No. You have a natural body, body cycle. They get you up, what, oh, eight AM
5: ish? I was up at like nine.
0: Nine. And then after that you just
5: laid in bed until now and I came over.
0: You I read I heard- or something or
5: no, I just lay there. <laughs> awake though. I heard the uh, shotgun start like at nine o'clock. That's how close I was. I was telling Dom about it because I was in in the bathroom and <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting there and I was like, "Did I hear the horn?" <laughs> and he goes, "Oh!" And I texted him. And he goes, "Oh, that's the shotgun." So
0: start. obviously you rented a house on the periphery. The yeah, perimeter I'm of the
5: staying property. at the mother-in-law's house at a rich person's house. <gasps> how Airbnb. Airbnb, I pay for it. I, I didn't get it for free.
0: But still, how did you found it on Airbnb? My
5: mom found it on Airbnb.
0: And you search what Athletic uh, Atlanta Athletic Club, and and it pulls just up different.
5: Kind of like the ge- like the general area, John Creek, and just was lucky enough where it's right next to it.
0: How cool is this? And this you called it this rich person's house. They were like, "Yeah, we're going to rent it because you guys are in town." They yeah. must have been excited to find out that an actual player in the field is is on their property.
5: I I don't know. <laughs> they did ask for a ticket. <laughs> They go, are those things free? I was like, no. no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Were
0: you able to get him a ticket? Or just none of my business, but you uh, brought it up.
5: I, I, uh, I don't know yet. They just this That person, means I, no. I, I've, <laughs> they're not free. <laughs> uh, I've like seen three people from the family. I've never stayed at Airbnb where the family's still there. I mean, like we're, we're is there like a
0: pool or something in between where like you a, are in the main No, there's mansion? like
5: a walkway like a sky walkway okay it's just really odd and i'm going but the way I, don't, I go in is from the garage not from the main entrance well
0: you can't go in the main entrance Mother you're gonna you be like a servant entrance.
5: <laughs> mother-in-law entrance maids entrance. do you have a kitchen in there there is a kitchen oh it, there's just no wi-fi no tv <gasps> no washing machine so I would really just be laying in my bed doing nothing. Well there now
0: now giving us that information makes it all more understandable that it's
5: there is Wi Fi on my Cadillac that they're sponsoring us this week.
0: Oh Not you got ad. one you got one of the fan <laughs> that's true, but it is it's actual. You got one of the fancy
5: The Escalade. I was so excited. You got an Escalade? Yes, that's my dream car. That is my dream car. How sweet car. is that?
0: Well we'll send this clip to Cadillac.
5: Yeah, please sponsor me because I don't have enough money to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too expensive. But it's so nice. I'm sitting there like, wow, this is so nice. I brought my agent in. I was like, you have to sit here. I'll drive you. I was like, mom, sit here. I'll drive really? you. I'm like, this is the nicest thing.
0: I saw in the commercial, it looks like you can push a button and they kind of helps drive itself. Have you tried that yet?
5: Wow. I didn't know. There's a lot of buttons. There's buttons everywhere.
0: So you haven't figured out all the. No. You, you Instead of just hanging out in the bed doing nothing, you should actually be sitting in your Escalade.
5: I should do that. And there's Wi-Fi in there, so I should do that. That's there's Wi-Fi
0: idea. that the truck generates itself? Yes. You have a, you have a phone, right?
5: I, I do have a phone.
0: Oh, I just want to make sure you...
5: But my you... phone's an 8, so it's a little old. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not fancy. Like I, like I said, don't have enough money. I, Cadillac, I sponsor me, please. I the, beg you.
0: There we go. So, so a plea to Cadillac <laughs> for that. Last time you were on with us, I don't know if you remember. You were... What's the name of that place? Bespo? Dom.
5: BevMo. What is BevMo. it? Bevmo. 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 It, Be- BevMo. But but it's with it an
0: explanation point at the end of this. So
5: Bevmo. Bevmo. Oh, you were with Lizette Salas. You were you with Lizette Salas. That was not the last time I came on. I feel like I came on afterwards and again.
0: I don't remember, but I remember the last at <laughs> no, that, you that did, time. You came
5: on. Remember she talked. It was a sh- it was a really bad shoulder injury, right? Yeah, I still have That's it. It's not like disappeared. But oh. But <laughs> let's talk about Bevmo. Yeah. Well, that time that
0: you were on. As I'm forgetting the amount of times that, that you've come on with us, thankfully, which has been joyful, you, you guys were like, you had, a, you had a knock on the door, and it was like some guy saying, "Pull around back, and I'll load it in your trunk," and it was it was really bizarre <laughs> that was happening yeah. while you're on. And then you were like, "Thanks for exposing me." I'm like, "I didn't expose you. You called me while you're going to baseball yeah, or whatever it's I, called."
5: Well, I, you were like, "Can you do it this time?" I was like, "Yes, we can, but just give me five minutes because I, I got to see a guy. And, yeah. I need to see a guy. He's gonna load up my trunk." <laughs> I'm like, we're gonna get lit and that's it. And then you're like, no, we are putting this on air. And I was like, okay. Yeah, thanks
0: for exposing me, it was. I got scolded on that. Uh, I don't remember the details of the shoulder injury. What is going on? How are you doing?
5: Uh, I am doing okay, alive, breathing still. Um, arm is a little bit sad. I mean, it's actually been better.
0: Which shoulder? It's was... the left
5: shoulder, my dominant ah. shoulder, I know. If it was my right shoulder, it would have been okay, but it's my left shoulder. Um, it is doing better, but I think I'm playing too many events. Like I'm pushing it too hard. Yep. That's when you know, like you're like you're you're so excited. Your shoulders like recovering. Your injury's recovering, and then you just push yourself to the limit. You're like, ooh, not there yet.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
5: well, what and happened you, last week.
0: <laughs> it were, you were tied for sixth, though, right?
5: At the U.S. Open, after two weeks of rest. Okay. And then I was ninth at Mediheal, but then it was like trending downwards, and then last week was just too much golf. So, so how
0: are you doing now? I mean you've been hanging out in the bed, right. other than us <laughs> forcing you to get out.
5: Resting. I'm resting. I didn't play uh yesterday. I uh went to my Airbnb, laid there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Back to that theme again.
5: And then went to eat uh food in Atlanta. And and you know what I realized? Most of the restaurants in Atlanta are closed on Mondays. What? Yeah. And some of them are closed on Tuesdays as well. No.
0: Yeah. What, what kind of place you? Uh, we went to a place and I had I had a baked potato with, with stuff on it. It was delicious. What was the name of that place, Wes? McAllister. McAllister's. Where Where did you try to go?
5: Um, restaurants that are closed on Mondays.
0: <laughs> we are closed on Mondays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay.
5: That were fully booked. Really? Yeah, I tried to go to Canoe because it looked really nice with the outdoor seating and everything um because we have restrictions
0: where, where are your buddies calling you going hey we're we're going to mcallister's come on out and hang out with us
5: i don't have friends like that
0: you have friends that, that pick up bottles of booze for the trunk and the
5: no the the, the they're being paid <laughs> that just sounds really bad now <laughs> they're being paid uh no uh yeah you should invite me to dinner
0: well, we're leaving. Otherwise you could have right. come to McAllister's with us because it was
5: planned. <laughs> it was
0: really good. And last night we went to another wonderful had a piece nice piece of fish. What was the name of that place, Wes? Redbirds? It's not far away. And it's open on Mondays and Tuesdays. Because wow. we were there, I can assure you of that. So nice. we've solved one of your problems. So in all seriousness, are you doing any treatment on the shoulder right now other than doing just rest? Any
5: treatment. Needle poking, resting most of it. I think uh well I think it's as a nerve pain, I don't think you can do a lot of exercises, so I ah. just rest. It's just one of those things where, like, you but can't... you're
0: doing some acupuncture on it. And... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that obviously, time. those finishes that you just referenced, other than the one where you said you kind of ran out of steam last week, but those finishes are good. Yeah, They're... those
5: are good. Those are good. I'm I'm very happy. Good. Because I want to make Soheim, so I really need a few of those. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, you've made two. In the Solheim Cup, yeah, yeah, too, and so that's excellent, and and it's this year, folks. If if you remember this kind of COVID way that everything is getting pushed together, uh, we hope that you do you accomplish that goal as well. The goal that stands before you this week, of course, is another major championship being held. Uh, this would be the third of five for the LPGA. Uh, this golf course, obviously, you don't have familiarity uh, yet. This no is a golf idea. course that's going to be soft.
5: My agents played it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> he Sorry. Says, he says there's a lot of history. And I'm like, this is great. Okay.
0: How do you do when you show up at a golf course that you don't know very well? You've got power, uh, you're subject to whatever the shoulder throws at you, but making the hit best of it. She said, you know, <laughs> clamped on us.
5: Uh, how do I do? I just look at the golf course, see where the fair is at, where the grade's at. Keep it simple. Hit it. Yep.
0: Good, cool. Uh, I want to ask you too about your sponsors because you pushed so hard for Cadillac and earlier in this interview.
5: voting me on the spot again. <laughs> no, it's not.
0: What you, what does that hat mean?
5: Hasi. Hasi is short for Hacienda, which is the golf club I play at in uh, L.A.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was a sponsor thing or something.
5: Uh, yeah, repping. Repping, why golf? You have to rep.
0: Do Do you rep for anyone else sponsors-wise?
5: Uh um, <laughs> i currently, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to come onto your show one day with more logos that I can talk about. Maybe Cadillac. Cadillac. Uh,
0: back to that again. How what do we about, send
5: this clip to them?
0: Wh- what do you do? What are you playing for clogs? What are you wearing for shoes? What ball are you playing?
5: You know, I uh, discovered this new, well, they came to me. Uh, well, I actually know the person because I used to work at 14. His name is Marcy, and he's working with a new company called auto c i think i'm butchering the name okay but it's made by indo and it's quite nice so I, I have a few of the clubs in there oh good but i have a really mixed bag it's always been like that i just don't like sticking with one um club company i a player do you do
0: you meditate at all and just <laughs> i'm just curious
5: when i lay on my bed what,
0: what you do to settle the mind before you go into competition
5: when i lay on the bed and stare at the ceiling
0: I'm dead serious. You do? Dead serious. That is your time to do it? Dead serious. I mean, you're not like one of those people that's on the golf course like, squirrel.
5: (laughs) Big turkey. Uh, Speaking of which, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you know what a bunch of turkeys are called? Because I don't. Gaggle. Is it really what it is? I thought it was not.
0: I could tell you that's what it is and you wouldn't know the difference because you said you don't know. So I don't know. (laughs) Dom, what is it?
5: Because we went over inside a gaggle.
0: You asked Dominic that?
5: No, my caddy. Oh, the. Well, we don't. We both don't know. Well, the thing is, he searched it up online, and then he forgot about it.
0: Does does your does your caddy <laughs> answer
2: is a rafter?
5: What?
0: No. All right.
2: What do
5: you mean? No, I'm looking at Google. Knows everything.
0: You didn't know that? That doesn't sound right. She knows it all. Sound
2: right. It says a group of turkeys is called a rafter.
5: Well, okay.
0: I love the. I love the the. The monitor that's behind Dominic. It's got, oh. like, Today Show on him. And Did
2: you put me on camera? Uh, yeah. yeah, you were on
0: camera for that Yeah,
2: Dominic, it's just a uh, – With your
0: alleged rafter. It's
2: just, like, some NBC thing.
0: <laughs> so when, when you're when you're on the golf course, does your caddy try to divert your mind with what do you call a, a group of turkeys or whatever?
5: Um, No, it was just running around last week. It was, like, five of them.
0: But I guess what I'm trying to say is, is there an effort to kind of try to manage?
5: Well, I do like my caddies. Just all talk. of the
0: energy and the voices, you do.
5: I just like talk, and then I'll just be like, uh huh, uh huh, uh
0: huh. <laughs> you kind of doing that to me. <laughs>
5: uh huh, uh huh, and then I'll be like, yeah, okay. So what number do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I just like constant um, noise and sound, and not feel lonely on the golf course.
0: So what is this caddy? Talk about in the in the well, you you're not listening, thrift so you shopper. don't need to. Uh-huh, uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh
5: huh. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you have to the front of the green now? Um, no, he likes thrift shopping. He likes art graffiti, which I like too. I don't like thrift shopping necessarily. I like antique stores. Um, but yeah, and then graffiti art illegal stuff. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. you just said, "Huh, <laughs> graffiti art or something illegal graffiti art." Huh?
5: Well, all graffiti is illegal unless you do it in your backyard. I don't even want
0: to go down that road. I just <laughs> I don't want to get We're you taking fairways
5: of life to a different direction. <laughs> yes,
0: right off the edge of the street. <laughs>
5: so after the show, it's gonna be like less people. I got an- I got another
0: question that that was. Uh, it, it, Again, at the risk of, of heading down this road. When you said you couldn't find the restaurants that you wanted open on a Monday or Tuesday. Huh? Uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, it was uh-huh. odd. Didn't you go to the store and just cook in your kitchen?
5: I, I could have, but I'm lazy right now. <laughs> because, you know, the thing about it is that cooking is fine. But then what comes after cooking is that you have to clean.
0: Why do you have to clean in the, oh, the rental place you have to clean?
5: It's an Airbnb. Oh. A- after you cook, you have to wash uh, okay, I get it now. Uh-huh. You don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't know.
0: No, I, You're I don't agree. Even... I
5: get it. You're married. I'm single. I have to do everything by myself. Oh, uh, I know. All right. Fair enough. I didn't. <laughs> there's I didn't... no. There's no. You get to cook today, and uh-huh. I do the uh-huh. dishes, and or you know, I do the dishes, and you cook. is nothing like that. I just said the same thing twice, but you know. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting it. I'm starting to get it done. It's pretty good. It's good. It's a good management of stress.
5: Yeah. Just, just have eat somewhere, pay a little extra, and then tip, and then be happy and go go home and sleep. Uh-huh. brush your teeth
0: first uh-huh. um how excited are you for this week
5: uh pretty excited uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay <laughs> see that's the thing when you ask a question like that like what am i supposed to say
0: well you could say you know my shoulder hurts and i just want to lay in a bed
5: <laughs> no uh, i'm crying that's i
0: I'm i I, I was <laughs> hoping that you were going to be like i'm super excited i'm i'm really playing well I feel like my game's in order. I've had a chance to rest a little bit, obviously. Okay.
5: okay. Here we go. Here we
0: go. Take two. How <clears> excited are <throat> you for this week?
5: I'm really excited, a little scared. Uh, I think. I...
0: <laughs> it's good. Keep going.
5: Uh, my shoulder is still really weak. Uh, it's not 100%. And, um, yeah, so that's the part where I'm really scared. I'm excited because it's a major because that means I can get double the points for Solheim. But I'm still a little scared. About my shoulder. But other than that, I'm excited.
0: And a little scared. So we've got all the bases covered. There we go. We talked about your sponsors, and, and now we know about your, your your living conditions. And hopefully, if you can <laughs> scoff up a couple of tickets, the people will, will throw you, you know, a piece of chicken or something.
5: <laughs> At the maid's house. Something. There, awesome. Yeah. Here you go. At the servants'
0: quarters <laughs> that you're staying in. Because uh, you can't find a restaurant that's open in Atlanta, which still is very questionable. I have to most journalistically. Are... I have question that.
5: I mean, if Taco Bell is what we're going for, or Chick Fil A, the birthplace of Chick Fil A. I mean,
0: you are throwing like names out left and right. You should come back looking like a NASCAR driver.
5: <laughs> I should, With, I just don't know. I, it, I talk about illegal stuff. I talk about stuff. no.
0: Yeah, you didn't have to talk about. That.
5: <laughs> I talk about, uh. Uh, yes. Of a bunch of turkeys. I, don't, I forgot what they're called again.
0: <laughs> he said rafter or something like that. I don't know what he a said. A
2: I say rafter. I said it is. A ra- it is. That is what it
0: no, is. No, Dominic.
5: A bunch of turkeys or a gang of turkeys. And, you know, talk a about gag. all of these things. And uh, no sponsors. I don't know. Yeah. Cadillac.
0: <laughs> Cadillac is, is on the way. We wish you the best. Oh, thank you. Always a pleasure to see you. Always fun. This is where
5: we end it. Oh. Uh,
0: this is, yeah, this is where, uh-huh, where, <laughs> We fade the black on this one.
5: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay.
0: It's been fun. Thank you. I wish you best. Good luck with the shoulder. It's actually this shoulder, isn't it? The left one, this one. <laughs> See ya. She is just a classic, just a classic. I don't know if you guys noticed in that interview, but she wouldn't sit in the chair. We had two chairs there. It was a set, and I don't even remember what the reason was, but she didn't. She refused to sit. So she'd kind of lean against it. She'd stand up and kind of lean Angel Yen is an absolute classic. And we love to feature this and show you interviews like this because it allows you, all of us, to get to know these athletes better and better and see just how classic... They are. Uh, PXG's new Gen 4 golf clubs are the most advanced, best-performing clubs that we've ever made, packed with new innovations like aluminum vapor technology, precision weighting technology, X-Core technology, and more. Gen 4 irons, drivers, fairways, hybrids, they all deliver incredible ball speed, distance, control, and sound and feel. Visit pxg.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG to learn more. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do period. All right, so to that point of getting to know some of these players better. Again, this is all stuff that we recorded after our live broadcast window yesterday, which was a broad window we had so to open to it up that even point, longer. We had more and more players that wanted to come in and sit down with us. Well, we had a chance to speak with a young player named Lindsey Weaver. And not only was she a classic, she suffered from a very severe tan line, which you'll see as we open up this interview. But she also talked to us about other things that are important to her, her, to her and her performance, obviously. And that includes fitness. Check it out. Lindsey Weaver is settling in next. Was now here at the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. And as we were getting ready and she was doing her mic checks and doing the count, which was really well done.
6: Thank you. Uh,
0: I noticed that you have the line between tan and white foot. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember where we were. It was a... LPGA shop right, and it was Marina Alex that was telling me how difficult it is, like, if you guys are going to wear a pair of shoes where your feet are exposed and you got the white foot, you're, you're nodding like it's a shameful thing, yes. but I'm just saying it's something you got to deal with.
6: Well, my legs are the tannest part of my body, so then to go from, like, such a stark white foot, it's show, it show the Show the camera. See if you can show the camera. There. It just doesn't can look you good. Get, can you
0: get that, Wes? Or you I can... try
6: to uh, self-tan sometimes. But it, my uh, like the rest of my body will self tan. There, but there you my, see. My see the feet, difference? They just don't. So, and it's like immune to the sun too. So if I what do you mean? Self tan
0: self tan has to work.
6: No, well it will, but I have to put it on like. But you've like the orange day. foot.
0: You're like you know it's like orange. It's just orange like
6: not. It just doesn't look very cohesive still. It's really quite a problem.
0: No, I understand and that's why I brought it up because yeah. I know it's something that plagues you guys in particular with Whitefoot. Whereas when you have the Irish scan like me, there is no change in pigment whatsoever. Oh yeah. From a leg that could see the sun every day to a foot that never sees the sun and they're the exact same color.
6: <laughs> yeah, well we're all not that lucky.
0: Probably not the place that you expected this interview to
6: start. <laughs> not exactly, but that's okay. <laughs> that is
0: right. You are you're eighty five percent in Fairway's hip.
6: Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Good or bad? Good. It's very good. It's eighty five percent. Uh I've always been fairly accurate with my driver. I think when I was on Sumetro it was like ninety. Um, that was just for a year. But um yeah, I've just I've typically been fairly accurate mm-hmm. so I'm I'm hoping that I can t- continue that into this week you know major week and-
0: yeah to, speaking about this major week you you've got two top 25s already this year how is the game going how are you feeling and how excited are you about what lies ahead
6: I I feel good um I feel like I've been hitting the ball really well and things are kind of coming into place I switched putters a few weeks ago so I'm really liking that and yeah so I I feel pretty good about w-
0: what putter did you switch to
6: so I always putted with a blade putter for yeah. basically my entire career. Like, I would dabble in the mallet game and then just, like, after a couple of days, just get rid of it. The mallet game. Yes. And so I switched to, like, a semi-mallet, and I really like it. So kudos to the ping reps for getting that for me.
0: And I take it that ping, you have it on your hat, I take it that ping is through the bag what you're using? Mm-hmm. And yep. what, are you, what are you doing, ball, shoes, et cetera? Titleist. Even though we just showed it. Yes,
6: the... Titleist for joy. But joy, comp- complimentary of my. <laughs>
0: yes, of mm-hmm. uh, the divide between the tan and the white foot that yes. we that we chronicled so well. Have you had a chance to see the golf course yet?
6: Mm-hmm. Yes, I've played front and back. Your thoughts? It's a very well maintained golf course. Yeah. I think it's very wet right now, obviously, but I think so. It's not a lot of rollout in the fairways, but I think it's gonna pl- it's gonna play pretty tough. It's the greens are the hardest part for sure. And a lot of it is just reading the grain i mean going uphill into the grain is very slow and going downhill down grain can be very very fast especially on hole number 16. i think that'll be a very difficult hole
0: how are you with bermuda
6: uh i play on bermuda at home so before before i moved to texas i was terrible (laughs) and now i think i'm a lot better so
0: you have a couple of sponsors mm-hmm. displayed. You want to share with those who help you do your thing?
6: Yes. This is IES communications. Um, I recently played golf with their team and they're, they're great. They're, they're, they're very supportive of me. Um, I'm wearing Taylor Jordan. Uh, they're, they're my that's clothing That's name smother.
0: that's up here on the yes. collar as well. Okay.
6: Um, they are a newer clothing company and they're, so they're just kind of getting off the ground, but they've gotten a lot of traction recently. So. They're they're great. Um, the woman Tara and her husband run the whole thing, and it's named after her daughter actually, who plays golf. And um, great people, and it's really cool to be a part of their team.
0: Awesome. This apparel you're wearing, this Taylor Jordan, you've got the the muscle shirt on. You look strong. Like show the show the guns.
6: You look. Are you sure? I'm, I'm dead serious.
0: No, no. Either. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> what, how important is fitness to you? Or, or what are you doing? Is it, is it yoga? Are you lifting?
6: Or what's going on? Uh, a little of the above. I am heavy on the Peloton when I'm at home. Okay. Yeah. Um, and off the road, really, on, on the road, really. So um, I've always been a big runner. I try to do more yoga. I can always do more yoga because I'm not that flexible. But.
0: But all kidding aside, that strength training that you're doing, given the accuracy you already have with with the big stick how much is it helping or what is it what impact is it making in the game now
6: yeah i feel like you're everyone's always trying to gain yardage gain yardage gain yardage and a lot of times people say that kind of just happens in the gym like you know it's partially flexibility and uh quickness of the hips and strength and so um piecing all those together but yeah, it's, it's quite the formula, trying, trying to figure out the way to gain distance. But.
0: It's awesome. We love what you're doing. It's exciting to see. Congrats with the sponsors you have, and we hope that it continues in that direction for you. But mostly we hope that you have a great week this week and, and moving forward. Thank you, thank Lindsay, you. for joining us. It was really good to see you.
6: Yeah, thank you. You too. Thank you for having me.
0: Pleasure. Lindsay Weaver, that was yesterday after we went off the air in our live window. Then we recorded a bunch of interviews with players, which we will continue with because they are, simply put, classic and there is a classic amongst them that will be coming up next. If you thought Lindsay and Angel were classic, the next one I think will strike a similar chord. If you want to make sure that you are striking the best drives of your life, check out TourEdge. TourEdge.com is a great place to start. You can check out their new 721 driver with the Ridgeback technology and the carbon wings that allows their engineers to move the weight precisely where it will benefit you the most. They all carry a lifetime warranty, everything in their line. Think about that for a second. This is a special company, and they're producing special products for all of us, pound for pound, the best value in the game. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up worldwide on digital radio and television after this. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses, and they're all in one place, would you believe me? Log on to boyngolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf
7: capital.
2: Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick
7: Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then... Finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today.
0: What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear. And where you get your golf gear matters. PJ Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PJ Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to pjtoursuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Wednesday. A delight to have your company from wherever around the United States, wherever around North America or the world that you are joining us today. It's been really fun featuring all these interviews, and thank you to John Pock for joining us, opening the show with us this morning for the Travelers Championship. When we are on the air with you tomorrow, we're going to have live scores coming in from quite literally all over the world, from the BMW, Uh, International Open in Munich. We're going to have scores coming in from the Bridge Senior Players Championship and Akron, of course, the Travelers Championship on the PGA Tour and from the KPMG Women's PGA Championship, where, as I mentioned to you, we had a chance to speak with a lot of players. Uh, We're not going to have time to feature all the interviews that we had as yet, but Jenny Shin, if, if you remember, Jenny's been on with us a lot, so much so, as you're about to hear, one of the last times she was on with us, I even forgot the, the last time she was on with us, sorry, and, but she scolded me for that and corrected me on that. She is absolutely a classic. She's got this dry wit, and, and the way her delivery goes, it, it's almost like she's, she could be a, a comedic actress or something. It is that classic, and we love the opportunity that this forum gives for us to get to know these players even better. All right, absolute delight to be joined by Jenny Shin now. The last time I think she was on with us was from, was it the Shoprite LPGA Classic? And you had on this hoodie with like bear ears, if I remember correctly. Do you remember that hoodie? You'd get like really kind of crunched up into it. You didn't really look like you wanted to be there. It was early.
7: I know I had a hoodie on, but I don't know about the bear ears.
0: I it, swear it had ears. You don't have one with little ears? No. Well, it looked like it. It could have looked well with little. Yeah, they're Asian. Yeah. No, it was you. <laughs> what? And you were like all, all kind of crunched in, and you're. Like, but you're playing great. What were you tied sixth last week? Fifth. Fifth, even better, and then tied for twenty third, if I remember
7: correctly, at the uh, U.S. Women's Open. Yes.
0: So you're playing well. How are things going?
7: Um, pretty good. Last time we spoke was actually through zoom in yes, thailand yes
0: that's correct you were um, you were you were like imprisoned in the room
7: yes pretty miserable <laughs> and i think my golf scores were reflecting exactly how i was feeling cuz i did finish i think second from last so oh <laughs> um but yeah this year's been Going pretty great, except obviously that one, Um, but yeah, like you said, uh, 23rd at the U.S. Open, believe it or not. I finished 23rd last year in December at the U.S. Open, Um, which is kind of weird. I think that's really weird.
0: I don't have any comment on that. I think you're playing great.
7: Uh, And then um, my top five at Lake Merced because I didn't play Myers last week, Um, took a week off and uh yeah i'm here at my our third major so looking forward to a couple things happening
0: have you played the golf course yet
7: yes i've played the front nine yesterday um my god this place is absolutely humongous yes it is uh but um it was really wet yesterday and i think it was because it's been raining a lot and it hasn't stopped raining, so I don't think it's going to dry up that much. Um, the course isn't playing too too long, um, but the conditions of the golf course is pretty immaculate. So
0: yeah, I bet well, it's going to be a little bit soft too. So I mean, I would think for for players of your caliber, you'll be excited about that because it, they they could they could have made it as dry and fast and runny as they wanted to. And even though it's going to dry out a little bit in the next couple of days. Hopefully, be soft enough to kind of hold the fairways and soft enough that you can fire at some pins.
7: Yeah, there's a lot of. Um, I, I think the golf course would change completely if they were firm. Uh, the par fours, like the driver, if they were for, uh, firm, it would run out to places. So, um, driver might not be the play in a lot of the par fours, mm-hmm. and the par threes are. It seems like it's kind of long and shallow and in the diagonal angle yeah so back pins coming in with the longer club if they were firm it'd be really really um, difficult to hold the ball um, and it seems like a lot of the uh, a lot of the holes have like this fall off in the collection area behind the green so um, right now I am kind of happy that it and the balls are stopping with the high five, five iron um, but we'll see what happens
0: what has been going well for you with the game
7: Uh, I did gain quite a lot of distance. I'm not sure if I mentioned this last time.
0: You did mention it actually last time.
7: uh, And because of that, like, I obviously have shorter clubs in. The par fives are reachable. Um, I wasn't able to reach any of the par fives yesterday because it was so wet. Um, But that really helps, um, you know, even if you have an amazing short game, Mm -hmm. like inside 100 yards. It's much better if you can get it within 20 yards to green on the sure. 5 because the, the probability of getting closer to the pin is much better from, you know, inside 20 yards compared to inside 100 yards. Um, and because of my driving distance, I was able to carry some of the bunkers that I haven't been able to before. And that's been helpful. Um, and, yeah, shorter clubs, easier to attack. Shorter part, uh, shorter birdie putts. So
0: a little bit more aggressive if you want to be uh, mm-hmm. to that point of distance, I remember you describing it to us, but for, for the benefit of the audience. Now, could you talk to us a little bit about what you did? Cause everyone right now is kind of leaning in going, she gain more distance. How do you gain more distance?
7: It's the club get new clubs. <laughs> Solution to everything Buy new clubs. <laughs> um, no, but I, I did change clubs. Um, I am currently playing with Callaway. Mm-hmm. I was with Maverick um, Callaway, and then this year I changed to the Epic Speed. Um, but aside from that, uh, the swing change that I've been making with Jorge, uh, my coach, mm-hmm. and um, maybe some workouts, um combination of two, I think really benefited the whole this is
0: that's awesome because you you look fit you look strong uh, how excited are you for the week that lies ahead?
7: uh there has been a change um I do have a new caddy this week oh um I have a great relationship with my previous caddy can um... <laughs> 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 don't mind that <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> um we decided to um take a break or go separate ways we haven't decided we haven't labeled anything but we did split um and i have a new caddy um dan he's a great guy so i am pretty nervous about you know having a new person on the team uh, especially at a major so i don't have any expectations Mm -hmm. um i think this week i'm just gonna try and my absolute best um within my control and uh, see where that takes me but um it is a pretty big change because it's somebody that i'm not used to mm-hmm. um so we'll, we'll see how that goes but um aside from that i feel pretty good about my game good um like yesterday i hit a lot of greens a lot of fairways um and i love bermuda greens and it seems, looks like Bermuda Green. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but um, I, I'm looking forward to a pretty good week.
0: Awesome. Before we let you go, you've got some of your sponsors displayed. Do You want to talk to us about the companies you're aligned with.
7: Um, Shervo is a clothing company that I signed with this year. I'm very excited to be a, a part of their team, and they've been...
0: Now, how come you, can I ask you, how come you have the collar inside of the shirt?
7: Oh, well, nobody told me that.
0: Didn't you do that?
7: No. See, this is why you need a female here.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. You no,
7: know, yeah, put would, makeup on for him. We
0: would benefit from that. Although you denied the hoodie with the little ears, which I swear you had.
7: Jeez, excuse me.
0: It looks good. No, that, yeah. now it looks. <laughs> the
7: pretty atrocious.
0: But did you, you didn't do that? You didn't like, to, so it would be out of your way when you were swinging or something?
7: No, I, look, I'm really- How lucky. does a collar
0: get inside the shirt when you put it on?
7: I don't know.
2: I really don't know. I'll take the blame for that as a producer.
0: Uh, yes, Dominic, we blame you for it. I drove a
2: cart for five minutes. I didn't even notice. I, but <laughs> yeah. even the
0: wind wouldn't push a collar inside the shirt. I thought it was a fashion statement, and I just thought it was something like I didn't know. I didn't realize we were going to get gender shamed because I happened to tell you that your collar was inside your shirt. I accept well, it.
7: Well, I ex- Apologies. Um,
0: so this is part of the new apparel line, you were saying? Yes.
7: Um,
0: I just thought they had really unique collars. I didn't know.
7: Gosh, um, Cervo is an Italian company and, um, they're actually very famous in Asia. Oh. Um, yeah, I have a lot of my mom's friends and my father's, my parents' friends. They love this brand and, um, it's very high quality and I'm very fortunate to, um, have them on the team and, uh, Galleria is, um, owned by Hanwha who is also a parent company for my q cells. Oh. So they're they're a conglomerate.
0: What do they do? What's Galleria and what's Q cells? Um,
7: Galleria is actually the biggest department store in Korea. Mm-hmm. And Q cells is a solar panel company in North America. Um so they take care of obviously the US and the Canada and I think they're in top 3 um for the biggest solar sales in America Impressive. and uh, and Hanwha obviously is, um, the parent company and they started out as the first chemical company in Korea. So imagine that
0: very cool. So that's the, that some of the associations that you have, what are you doing for uh, you talk to about Callaway golf? Cause what are you doing for golf ball?
7: I am contracted with Titleist. Um, and I have been in the last 12 years.
0: Very good. Very good <laughs> shoes.
7: Same. Same shoes, Titleist. gloves, Fitroy.
0: At the moment, yes. That is awesome. All right, so Jenny Shin is getting ready to take it to the golf course. She just took us through the array of sponsors that she has, and the apparel does look good. The collar looks better out. I'm just just one guy's opinion.
7: Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it is good to see you again. This time, not in lockdown, as you corrected me on the last time.
7: I know, and we're not wearing a mask.
0: I, well, we're good. You, you're vaccinated, right? Yes. You hesitated on that.
7: I didn't want to get it, but I got it. You got it? Yes.
0: Well, no wonder they locked you up in a room. <laughs> when did you get it? Was it bad?
7: Um, I got my second shot last week.
0: Oh, you got it? You're talking about the vaccine. I thought you were telling me you got COVID.
7: Oh, no, I never got COVID.
0: Oh, well, that changes everything.
7: I've never I re-
0: I, I revoke my last question. So you, you, your second shot was when? Last week. All right, so you're still kind of in that. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to see you. Good luck this week. It's always fun to chat with you. Thank you. I told you they're classics. They're, they're all classics. I didn't know what happened with the collar. I didn't know how the collar being turned in became my fault. I just noticed it because it was like piece of a collar sticking up here and the other one was in there. How does that happen? She was like, I don't know. She just, she just refused to take any responsibility of it and then blamed it on us. that Someone didn't notice it. And Dom jumped on the, on the sword for that one and saying it was my fault. Can't explain it. But they are classics and very, very fun to have on the air. All right, let's talk about when the KPMG Women's PGA Championship will be on the air. It starts tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. All these times are Eastern time. 11 a.m. Eastern time. On Golf Channel, it switches over to the Peacock Network at 5 p.m. Remember, that's the digital side of NBC, but it's free uh, to get the content from them. Saturday at 10 a.m. on the Peacock Network and then 1 p.m. on NBC. Sunday, noon on Peacock and 3 p.m. on NBC. How about the Travelers Championship coverage beginning tomorrow at 3 p.m. on Golf Channel, Eastern Time. Same time on Friday, 3 p.m. on Golf Channel. Split between us and CBS over the weekend Saturday at 1 p.m. and Sunday at 1 p.m. on Golf Channel, same time, and 3 p.m. on CBS, both of the weekend days. Fully up to speed. As I mentioned to you, cannot wait for tomorrow, cannot wait for Friday, because when we are with you again, there will be scores absolutely pouring in from all over the world of what's going on in golf, including a couple of major championships. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Until we are together again, be well and goodbye for now.